Hello there everybody and welcome back to another episode of Newscast. I'm Aaron and he's Brian and together we are the hosts of The Film Aspect and today we're going to be running down the world of film across the last, well the news of the world of film over the last week or so and not gonna lie, some stuff do be happening. I thought there was actually a reasonable amount of stuff compared to some other weeks, didn't you? Not or really, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, as always, follow us on Twitter, at The Film Aspect, give us a like, give us a follow uh share our stuff we have episodes coming out every tuesday and friday uh friday's been our mainline episode next this coming week we're going to be talking about movies that make us cry i'm sure that's going to be a very long list and it might actually be for me and uh <laughs> and then we're going to be talking about uh last week what did we do last week what did we do last week godzilla versus kong oh yeah we had an episode on godzilla versus kong and the week after that we're going to be doing uh some Scorsese in the 80s which is the hotly anticipated follow up to our first episode of Scorsese in the 80s which came out when like last June 70s yeah <laughs> so we're finally we're finally following that up but um yeah first first up with the news big news was uh, the BAFTAs Brian's no happy he's uh he's raging very are you raging very, very raging. raging I'm not um, even I'm not raging I don't care that much about the awards this this <laughs> year but uh, I don't. I don't. The thing I don't like about it, and it's not necessarily that I don't like the movie because it isn't being released until the eleventh of June. Uh, Anthony Hopkins <laughs> won Best Actor for The Father, and it's also up for you know Best Picture and stuff like that. But as the British cinema goes, can't see it until June, even though it is a yeah. British film. Mm-hmm. But you know. yeah, that that just that does seem like a weird thing. Like I've said before, like I don't see why that should be an issue here especially like worldwide releases i feel like should be the norm even for these kind of smaller films when you're talking about digital streaming platforms because well it just even as a on a purchase level like you're talking about the warner brother films are available on hbo max but like for some those have been available on amazon prime to rent and then others just haven't so it's a it is a bit of a weird one um so to run down quickly through i'm just having a quick look here we had nomad land took the best film uh francis mcdormand took the leading actress for nomad land anthony hopkins for the father and leading actor chloe zhao for nomad land and director uh we had outstanding british film promising young women you didn't like promising young women did you i haven't seen it it was baby teeth you I haven't saw. seen that one yet no it was baby teeth I um watched. and then uh soul for original school score uh, let's see. Outstanding debut by a British writer, director, or producer. His House. That's that horror that's on Netflix. I've been wanting to see that for quite a while. Um, we had, but I'm also like, I say that I've had it like my the cursor hanging over the play button, but I'm just too <laughs> too much a theory. Um, supporting actor Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Promising young woman for original screenplay. Uh, young Jung Young Yoon. I'm absolutely butchering those pronunciations. <laughs> for Minari uh, Joshua James Richards for Nomadland for cinematography another round for film not in the English language I kind of fancied seeing that is there any way is that like out in the UK I've got no idea Mads Mikkelsen uh, Sound of Metal for editing The Father for adapted screenplay and Soul for animated feat, uh, film and we had just to include them as well My Octopus Teacher for documentary and Bucky Bakray for EE Rising Star Awards um. Yeah, like we're saying, we've not seen a lot of these movies, so hard to comment. 
Yeah. Uh, hopefully uh, that'll be. Hopefully, I just mm. um, having watched a couple of them, I don't understand mm. why. Judas and the Black Messiah was not nominated for best film because I watched that and it was absolutely that was tremendous and I don't understand oh, why really? um, Marini's Black Bottom wasn't nominated for best film because I thought both of those were far superior movies to Nomadland which ended up winning mm-hmm. so no Dan, um, Daniel Kaluuya just to speak on him for a, for a second he's got that Oscar in the bag I could not believe how good he is in Judas and the Black Messiah he nice. like it's it's not you're not Do even you think watching. he's going to win over Lakeith Stanfield, even though he there's the controversy about him being no, not being nominated for lead. It's not even close. Uh, mm. you, you you're not even you're not watching like Daniel Kaluuya in this role. Mm-hmm. He completely embodies who he's supposed to be playing, and that goes for everybody in the movie. But he is just so natural on screen in this film. It's just ridiculous how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to to that one um so this is something i actually actually just forgot um and there was more i think there was stuff of it a few weeks ago but there was another company that recently had another deal you had been speaking about it with the the warner brothers stuff but there was another i can't even remember now so like i'm sitting here trying to talk about news that i'm not even read up on i think but there was another it may be paramount was it paramount but there was like paramount me the the cinema deal similar to what uh, Warner Brothers had with like the cinema first deal. Yep. Wait. No, that was last year. Um. No, I'm not actually seeing this. Or is it Paramount Netflix? Was that the one? It may be. I I, I recall skimming by something to do with Paramount this week. Um. Oh God. Crack uh, cracking uh, investigation on my part. <laughs> I know. But um. Yeah. The uh. I think it's really interesting that these these uh. It feels weird that now they're 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 leaning into this, but clearly they think there's money to be made in the streaming services. Like when it comes to 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 even after so long, I've been like, nope, this is it. We're go we're coming out only in cinemas. To then suddenly be like, yeah, we're gonna do a deal. We'll come out in cinemas first, then we'll come to uh like streaming services online stuff like that. I think that is quite interesting because clearly I think they're looking possibly at things like Godzilla versus Kong and saying actually can make a wee bit of money yeah doing this um but like we we said in this the i can't even remember the name of the cinema the episode but there was an episode ages ago that we done in like the state of cinema and i think it's just going to be a case of like lowering budgets keeping things about being a bit more um i don't know frugal with their with their budgets not going just throwing millions and millions of pounds at them or dollars um but yeah, I I like the sound of that as well because see for me like some sometimes I get films where I'm like, I would like to see you, but you you know the ones where you're like, ah, I'll go and see that, but then you just never do. Yeah, you know the like the ones that you just miss at the cinema all the time, like that. Um, that is something I think would be really handy to just be like, oh well, you missed the cinema, but no, here you go. Just four weeks later, it's in your home, uh, and I kind of like the idea of that. But you know what that actually makes me think that these films this year that we have for our Oscar lineup. And the the you know the Baftas and Golden Globes. These are all the kind of films that for me are like that. Like the oh, I'd like to see that, and I don't actually go and see them at the cinema. None of them are like deeply pulling me in. They all intrigue me enough that I'll probably watch them, or like well, I'm planning <laughs> planning to for the for the Oscar episode. But 
that that's the thing. they're not like demanding that I watch them in the same way that some some previous films have um because like you know stuff like Parasite I think Parasite was last year was round about the only film that I can remember anyway from the the releases that was like or was Joker last year as well yeah Joker and Parasite were the two that were like as soon as I saw the trailers like I'm going to see that at the cinema but um yeah, so that's a that's a wee bit of a shame. I as a, I don't know if I just said the the budget of Godzilla versus Kong, but three hundred and fifty seven point eight million dollars world worldwide now, which is pretty decent. Um, but that's going to be an expensive movie. Um, I was wondering how you felt about this, and you've probably not even watched it. But we got the first clip from Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm not interested. <laughs> um, I'm- it was. Just not Paul Rudd in the supermarket and a lot of little marshmallow guys. Those little guys. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember. I, I'm not a big yeah, Ghostbusters guy. Yeah, marshmallow man. I'm just... The more I think about it and the more I think back in my sort of gut feeling towards the first trailer when it got released like last year, mm. even longer ago than that now, I'm just not... In, in the current state of Hollywood and what they're doing with movies, I'm just not into what I feel they're going to do with Ghostbusters. So, I I don't like as well. It felt like if you released that ten years ago, it would have hit a bit differently. But I remember, like, even as someone that's not like I'm not a huge Ghostbusters guy, so maybe maybe that's why. But like when it was a trailer where it was like the little somebody comes into this old farm shed and then like there's the dusty, you know, blanket or whatever over the old car. Like, I feel like. 10 years ago that would have been different like if they'd done something like that you'd be like oh shit like they're bringing Ghostbusters back but it feels so tired now in comparison like oh this is this old thing that we used to really love we're bringing a new generation to it and all that like I just I don't I don't think it, it feels too little too late for that kind of that type of movie for an old franchise yeah they've ruined so many franchises though and people are just I think it's ingrained in people that whatever they bring back from so many years ago they're gonna ruin it anyway it's the, the mm. star wars is the ripple effect across the entire movie industry i think and people are just mm. not oh, interested. Well, like the you know like seeing the uh the star De- the not the star destroyer i can't remember what they're called is it the star destroyer yeah but like on jakku like buried into the sand it is exactly that kind of effect like seeing what you loved but old and rusty yeah and a wee bit dusty you know like that that kind of effect because i remember like when star wars came out yeah like i was like oh man that's so cool and and yeah, it has like that kind of became the the niche for a lot of films, just like the the kind of end thing, not the niche, the end thing. Yeah. Um, to talk about old movies coming back, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridges has been cast in the next Indiana Jones movie. That's and excuse my language, fucking horrendous. <laughs> what her or the movie itself? Both. It's because, and I I don't want to be beating this drum, but. Indiana Jones is about to go woke. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, Braz, and I'm just not here for that. I, I think he's he's gonna die. Oh, he he he's he's no longer <laughs> die filming be. it. He's not he's not gonna be the main focal point. It's not gonna be Indiana Jones. It's gonna be Indiana Jones in someone else's movie, and that's just how I feel about it. Since the, you don't get that magic, you kind of just plop a character in there. It's the magic comes from. Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg and that collaboration with you know George Lucas that's where the magic comes from in, in my opinion and you kind of just chuck you know the 
the withered husk of Harrison Ford of Indiana Jones into somebody <laughs> else's st- st- well st- somebody else's story through someone else's eyes, and I just I don't, I don't I, think it I, works. I don't know if they're going to do it like that. I think it's going to be kind of like what we were just talking about there with like. Oh, like he, he like he's his old leather jacket and his hat are gonna be stuffed in a, a a cupboard somewhere and he's gonna be like trying to put these old bad boys back on, you know? <laughs> and I don't I think I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to to be like casting someone like Phoebe Waller Bridges who's like the kinda she's kinda big these days because I think it would have been the same at any point, like when they cast Sean Connery. Sean Connery's a big actor. So you know, it it, it and I know you would say like he was cast as his dad though, but like I think that's just something that they're always going to do. I mean, Steven Spielberg done it with the last one with Shia LaBeouf because Shia LaBeouf was big back when yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out. So I, turned it critically and yeah, well, I know, I know, but like that, but that was that was still Spielberg, wasn't it? Yeah, like he he's but that, so he, he, I, th- I think he said that wasn't his. That's not the script he would have preferred to go with. He did that as if he made but, that film as a favor to George Lucas because it was George Lucas's script. I believe that's some well, of the behind the scenes things, but I don't know. The um, I I don't I don't necessarily think that'll be a bad thing. My kind of worry with it, to be honest, is is just just assuming, you know, they have to admit this guy. What is he like? Nearly eighty now. Yeah, he's seventy nine, I think. Uh, yeah, so like you know, he's he's an old guy. Do we really? need to be making a film with him like oh I'm old and I can barely do this or that but that's kind of what he was doing with the last one as well we're just gonna have more of that except you're like is this guy's heart gonna give in because he's <laughs> running away from some rolling boulder I just it's just it's, I, it's the people who are running Disney right now are Lucasfilm are obsessed with destroying legacy characters and and Indiana Jones is going to be in the new Indiana Jones movie is not going to be the character that everybody remembers I can guarantee you that it's going to be the Indiana mm. Jones version of Luke Skywalker in Disney Lucasfilm. And that's just <laughs> how it's going to be. Because they don't want to make good movies. They want to make political statements through legacy characters and through See, I, I, I don't doing. think Disney, I don't think they want to make statements through these kind of no, things. No, like they, they absolutely they, do. Because if they did, they wouldn't release the movies that they've released, and they wouldn't let the people working on that are working on them that don't care about like that whole big thing about one division with or the the kind of hinting towards Mephisto or Mephisto, and then the writers like mm-hmm. I had no idea who that was until I started doing press. So if you like people who don't take into consideration the back catalogue of the characters that they're writing for, and that's the same across there's been writers for Star Wars and and what that that just don't read. And like the stuff that's canon, and they don't take into mm-hmm. consideration the long story history of these characters, and that mm-hmm. that is the people who are employed by Lucasfilm right now. Mm-hmm. So I've I've got zero hopes for the new Indiana Jones movie. My one hope for this movie is James Mangold. Literally, my one thing because he, what did he do? Ford versus Ferrari or Le Mans sixty six? Yeah. He done the Wolverine, or was it? Yeah, it was the Wolverine? Was Logan? It? He did? Was it not? Uh, I think James Mango did Logan. It may have been. Let's get a wee three ten to Yuma. Nice, I, I like that. about a Uh, yeah, he's got he's got something on on Logan. Yeah, he directed um, it. I'm sure. I'm almost certain he directed it. Oh, and and the Wolverine. 
yeah. Logan and the Wolverine. Oh, and Night and Day. I'm sure I've come across this before. <laughs> <laughs> Love me about Night and Day. Um, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still up for this. Did I ever talk about the Mister and Mrs. Smith movie that's getting or television show that's getting made with Amazon Prime yeah. with Phoebe Waller Bridges and Donald Glover? Yeah, I wonder how that'll be because that's a very of its time movie. I watched it maybe earlier this year, and it's so like early 2000s yeah it's unreal with just like the music and the kind of comedy and all this kind of stuff so i'll be quite i'll be curious to see how that goes uh a couple other things uh i'm gonna butcher this guy's name as well jordan vo roberts the guy that done got <laughs> the guy that done a uh, skull island is doing a live action gundam movie which i've got no idea what that is i know it's some sort of like robot thing have you got any clue nope I think it's some kind of like anime robot thing. I'm probably going to sound like such an idiot now to anyone that actually knows. <laughs> um, and we also had uh, Big Angelina, Angelina Jolie's back. And those who wish me dead, you thought it looked rubbish. I thought <laughs> I thought the visuals looked rubbish. I think it's an interesting story. But I, I was that. I liked it. I liked the, the visuals. Nah, I thought it looked quite good. Nah, it looked shite. I could see the, the com, comp, compositing a fucking mile away. That tower in the middle of all the CGI trees. No, thank you, mate. In that big CGI oh, rock this is, face this is Mr. This is Mr. CGI rat all over again. <laughs> I can't help it. If it looks shite, I'm going to call out and say it looks shite. And it, it does. There's something about those kind of fake looking movies, though, that I kind of like. See, see, um, for example, like Indiana Jones. The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't like that movie, but I actually like how it looks, even though it does look really fake. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. It, it's kind of like a fantasy, fantasy look for a lot of movies. I think it, well, it probably makes more sense in an Indiana Jones movie than it does in some sort of gritty thriller, um, or if it's even if you might call it a thriller. But yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool for this. I thought Angelina Jolie stops like acting. I think she only does it. And stuff that she wants to act in, pretty much. I, th- I think she was um, making her name as a director. Yeah. Because mm. I think her last big movie was Salt, and I'm sure that came out in 2010. Mate, Maleficent, what are you on about? Oh, I've never seen those. They're good, but I like them. Aye? Yeah. Um, two other things. We had uh, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguards, first trailer. Did you like the Did you like I haven't the first even movie? seen the first one. I, I just I, the first I, one's not good. Can he take to Ryan Reynolds? Um, yeah, it's so it's like Ryan Reynolds at his most Ryan Reynolds, and that's him even in Deadpool. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. And Sam Jackson, that was before Captain Marvel came out, and I remember at the time being like, "You are not convincing me that Sam Jackson is an able-bodied man that can, like, you know, like fight people yeah. and jump about and all this." I just I just wasn't believing it. Um, and uh, the last thing, this is this is the one that people have been waiting for. Over on Twitter, I spent a ridiculously long amount of time putting together a couple of Photoshop pictures of our recast of the Justice League uh, to see who the people thought done it better. And uh, do you know? Have you had a look at it? Hi. Hi. <laughs> 50 fucking 50. You done useless. <laughs> it's like 26 votes as well, isn't it? Way more than I thought we would have got. 
And mate, that's 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 the work that you need to put in when you're uh, <laughs> with that Photoshop. People are like, oh man, look how much time he spends now. <laughs> let's let's give him a wee vote. But um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh well, I I think literally because I was asking Amelia what she thought of it, and she did say that um, she thought you would have won had you not included Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly what I said I to be fair I'm um, sticking with him though I don't care I don't care <laughs> last week you were like ah maybe maybe I shouldn't have <laughs> and then I realised what I was saying and that uh, I stick with him I still think he would be a tremendous Batman yeah I mean <sighs> aye but who was mine again I can't even remember Josh, Josh Rowland that's way better mate I don't think it that's, is that's your guy Oh, and just, uh, just before we go, I always like to do this. Like, just check, just check the the the, the news sites before we stop because it happens every time. Uh, Ryan Gosling is um announced a new movie. Ohio, nineteen fifties, directed by the guy that done Anomalisa. You ever seen Anomalisa? Nope. Absolutely uh, not interested abs- in that. Yeah, that is not your kind of movie at all. Oh, and then, ah, that was another thing. So we had a trailer for uh, Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man, which was, seems like the least Guy Ritchie film I've ever seen in my life. Never watched like, it. It was, it's like Jason Statham, some people killed his wife and his kids, and he's going to go back for some, you know, he's he's on some sort of task force, but he's just using that as a, as a way to brutally murder all these people or something like that. And... I was just, I was just surprised because it just, it like, it seemed like kind of run of the mill action film, Aye. which I wasn't expecting to get from Guy Ritchie, because Guy Ritchie is usually like, you can tell you're watching a Guy Ritchie movie yeah. from the very get go, and it, maybe that'll be the case. Maybe that's just the way they edited the trailers. Um, so I'm kind of hoping there'd be a little bit of that Guy Ritchie flair that you come to for like if he was to do just a straight up action movie like that. Um, but yeah, I was a little disappointed to be honest because when I saw the poster, it was just like it's called Wrath of Man, but bloody knuckles with Jason Statham. I was like, aye, I'm there <laughs> for it. But um, not so sure. But yeah, that's that's kind of been everything that's been happening the last couple of weeks of uh, film. Um, I'll never trust anyone again after um, getting that fifty-fifty vote, which is completely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, next week or next Tuesday we're going to be back with uh, our recasting couch we're going to be recasting Kill Bill Volume 1 um, so let us know who you would like to see in our, in our main roles I th- can't re- what, what's the name there's the name of the group the five um, oh. oh no what's it see it's them that's who is that not who we're going for I I can't I, I, oh, I can't remember on, their names I thought I thought you would have known that like straight off the bat Oh fuck! The Deadly Viper for Assassin some... Squad. Right, yeah, the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad. So that's I'm assuming that's who we're going to be recasting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um, join us in for that. You can let us know what you think. I'll probably maybe maybe I'll uh, now that I've got the template some kind uh, some kind of template. Maybe I can uh, put a Photoshop up a little bit quicker so we can get <laughs> some more votes going. Um, we're also going to be back on Friday talking about the movies that made us cry. Followed by the following week, uh, Scorsese in the 80s. And of course, if you're looking for something to w- listen to immediately, we also have our Godzilla vs. Kong episode, which came out last week. And 
whatever we recast the week before that. You get any idea? What was that? Did we? Uh, did I literally ask you this at the beginning? Jaws or something? Was that the week before? Nah, Jaws was a few. Jaws was a few weeks ago. Um, so I actually kind of remember, but it was something, and I'm sure it was great. Uh, <laughs> you can't remember, can you? No. I'm gonna. I'm on the scene. Here we go. And I don't want to start this plane. Titanic. Oh, aye, that's right. Because we did a Jim Cameron episode as well before King. Aye, that was a aye, Jim Jim Cameron before that. Aye, so it's just it's we, we record these so differently from the way that we used to now. So it's like my brain is still trying to process when was what <laughs> because we usually do these together with the old recordings. So we know I know exactly what was last week, what was the week before, and all this. So now I'm like just all out of whack with this. But yeah, uh, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.